Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another very exciting episode of the Friends Talking Fantasy Podcast. My name is Charles, and with me today, as always, is my lifelong friend and co-host, Dylan. I'm ready to talk some fantasy with my friend, Charles. I am ready to talk some fantasy with my friend, as well, Dylan, and not just any fantasy today, because today oh. we are wrapping up Friends Pitching Fantasy Week. You know, we've already done two episodes this week where I pitched three books to you and then you pitched three books to me. But now it comes the time, you know, the results are in. We put those pitches out into the social media sphere and we got some feedback and now it's time to pick what are the next two books that we are going to read on the show. Yeah, so this episode is going to finish up what we started in those two previous episodes that Charles mentioned. Yep. And if you want to listen to the pitches that informed what we're going to pick today, there's an episode where Charles pitches three books to me, uh, among which I will select one. And vice versa, a separate episode where I pitched three to Charles. And uh, this episode, in that sense, has spoilers for <laughs> friends pitching fantasy. This is not guess a spoiler-free episode uh, when it comes to our own show. Uh, it will be spoiler-free when it comes to talking about the books. But yes, if you don't want to have anything spoiled for you when it comes to, like, having to hear the pitches when you already know the outcome, I mean, that's not as fun. Then now's a good time to turn this down in your headphones, head back to the episodes that we pitched the books in. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, if you're here for the big reveals, then you're in the right place. You're going to find out which books we're going to read of the, yeah, two of the six awesome books that were pitched. Well said, Dylan. Six books have been pitched, but only two will be read on the show. Why don't we go ahead, since we started with my pitches, Dylan, why don't we go ahead and start with the social media results for the three books that I pitched to you? Okay, gladly, Charles. So the three books that you pitched to me were... The Fires of Vengeance by Evan Winter. That's a sequel to The Rage of Dragons, which is, I actually have The Fires of Vengeance here. Now that we're doing a little bit of video, maybe this will make it onto some sort of uh, TikTok oh. situation, whatever. Yeah, there you go. But I have Fires of Vengeance here. It's a sequel to The Rage of Dragons by Evan Winter that we read uh, earlier last year. And it was an awesome first book, so this sequel, we've heard amazing things, and we know we love Evan Winter. Mm -hmm. We've also got The Black Prism by Brent Weeks. That's book one of the Lightbringer series. Uh, haven't yet read anything by Brent Weeks on this podcast. Charles has read some Brent Weeks. I've never read anything by him, period. <laughs> a hole in my fancy reading resume uh, mm -hmm. and it's then, been pitched many times never selected but we'll see that is true i believe you said always the bridesmaid never the bride when it comes to <laughs> brent weeks i did say that but will today be different you'll have to find out later in this episode 
Then the final book that you pitched, uh, people probably heard of this one, Dune by Frank Herbert. And <laughs> we've got a blockbuster film coming our way for this science fiction classic. And this would be a mm-hmm. chance to get ahead of the curve and discuss it before that movie comes out. Very well said, Dylan. There's three tough choices. So as our social media keeper, why don't you give us a quick summary of how how this poll shook out for you? Pretty interesting results here. Yes, very interesting. So we put out polls both to the artist formerly known as Twitter and the you know, the social media platform that's always been known as Instagram. And Mm -hmm. uh, we got some interesting results, if nothing else. Uh, Let's start with Instagram. You can find us at the FTF podcast over there. Uh, We had a ridiculously close vote situation here, Charles. (laughs) We had coming in third was Fires of Vengeance with 31% of the vote. Then we had Black Prism and Dune tied with 35% of the vote each. Wow. That is not super helpful. (laughs) That's basically a three-way split. That's basically a three-way tie. Yeah. I mean, we'll get caught up on the 4% difference. Essentially, split three ways of course i should mention i don't think we have yet that we are not beholden to these polls we are going to use the information Mm -hmm. alongside our own subjective judgment to determine what is best for us as a podcast and for you the listeners even whether or not you want it yes exactly this is just to help us you you're advising us on our choice we can still choose whatever we want but it's kind of good to see uh get a pulse of where the people are and in this case dylan it sounds like they are evenly split they're pretty indecisive so it could go either way and it's not oh it's not a huge difference over on twitter we'll call it and that we have Third place, oh, you can find us at the FTF Podcast 1 on that social media platform, Twitter. That's right. And third place was the Black Prism with 28% of the vote. Second was the Fires of Vengeance with 33% of the vote. And we also had Dune coming in first by itself here, 39% of the vote. Not a resounding victory but at least this one you can feel comfortable <laughs> it's still one pretty close to win. evenly split though i it's mean close. clear winner for sure but i mean you're all you're all within the 30 percent range so wow that's that this may be the closest we've ever had in terms of an indecisive poll across both platforms usually there's a preference like ekes out somewhere or like two tie and one is in a distant third but this is pretty much like an even split yeah. down the board for everyone it's kind of wild although i will say dylan i noticed that that dune is in the first place spot for both even though fires of vengeance right. is only slightly slightly behind um i i mean you're and then black prism you know dune's winning but by a small margin does that affect you in any way I mean, it always plays a role. I, mm. I've i always been considered, between the two of us, kind of the man of the people uh, <laughs> when it comes to 
like our fan base and just like general relations with other human beings. So it, I feel like I, I always try to lean. If I'm undecided, I will always go with the poll. Um, but you'll have to find out which one that I ended up choosing because it's uh, it's really tough, Charles. Anytime there's not a clear resounding victor, I, it, it kind of doesn't give me the excuse to completely just say, oh, well, this is what the listeners want. Um, I, I will say, too, that Dune had clearly the most like comments of people saying that they want to us to read it and also got an email about it. So uh, it, those kind of things certainly inform my decision as well. I think Dune is on the on the tip of everyone's tongues in that way because of the movie and all that. I, yeah, that that's well said, Dylan. And I do not envy you and your choice that you have to make. <laughs> Well, Charles, shall we uh, shall we get into your options, or should I make my pick and then we'll get into yours? I, you know, we've gone through the poll results. We've gone through all of the um, all of the uh, we, we've edited out. We may as well make the choice at this point, and then we can just dive into mine. All right. Well, let's let's start by talking about Brent Weeks. Because you said always the bride. Don't made. like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like where this is going yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> is this the third time uh, that you've brought Brent Weeks to Friends Pitching Fantasy, Charles? <laughs> um, at least I mean, yeah, it's it's been a few times now. Yeah, and. It makes it really tough. You know, I feel this desire to get into Brent Weeks' work. I know I'll like it. It's one of the (laughs) premier modern fantasy, like, especially once you start delving a little more into the, like, grim, dark adjacent side of things. And uh, also big for Sanderson fans. Why do I feel like we're breaking up right now? (laughs) 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 It's not you. It feels like... Right, in the Doing always soul the searching lately. Never the bride. This moment, <laughs> Charles, is the like there was an engagement, everything was leading up to it. And unfortunately, I think I'm gonna have to leave oh my goodness. Black Prism at the altar. And no. you know what it is, Charles? I I actually really would like to read this book. I, I I'm gonna push for us reading this at some point in the relatively near future reading Brent Weiss, because it's just egregious at this point that I haven't ever, and that we haven't covered any of Brent Weeks on the show. But I also want to say when I was thinking about which book to pick and I was thinking about this Brent Weeks stuff, I was like, you know what? Win a poll, win a poll Brent Weeks. <laughs> and then like win a poll on either of the platforms. All right. Get your like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just calling out Brent what I'm Weeks hearing. Didn't they just no, tied for a win? <laughs> right? No, but win. Win what? He, it, it came in <laughs> That the is last winning. Time. That is winning. No. You, they tied 35% the, 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 the most votes on the poll. 
get a resounding win on one. Oh, now we're moving the goalpost, and now it's get the get a resounding <laughs> win. What is it going to take, Dylan, for you to read Brentwick's? You know, remember when I chose not to read um, uh, Scott Lynch like twice, and then there was this whole campaign against me on social media? This is at least the third time you've rejected Brent Weeks over a much longer period of time. This is getting absolutely crazy. Okay, well, first off, you rejected Scott Lynch's books for about a decade before the podcast ever started. So, <laughs> hey, you know, longer you've been rejecting not... Brent Weeks all this time, too, okay? It's not like it's, you know, new all of a sudden. I'll also say that's a thing. If during the peak of hashtag Charles must read lies of Locke Lamora, when people were writing petitions, all kind of stuff, if I put a poll up after friends pitching fantasy and ask people what you should read, it would be, it would be lies of Locke Lamora, like a hundred percent. It would sweep. You've got With this. It's like no one, no, uh, not no one. All of you voted for black prism. I appreciate it. But it's like, I need to see some passion. I need to see some passion. It won a poll, man. From the Weekenders, as they're called. That's the fan base's name, Charles. I didn't just (laughs) make that up right now. This is ridiculous. So what did you pick then? If we're not picking Black (laughs) Prism, that narrows us down to two choices. We may as well just get it over with. (laughs) Okay. Well, our two choices remaining are Fires of Vengeance and Dune. All right. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, Charles. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm getting broken up with again. <laughs> <laughs> or like we when just went comes... on one date and you're like, yeah, I don't think yeah. there's going to be a second. <laughs> like, here's the thing. You're cool, but need a resounding win in order for this to work. <laughs> Let me tell you. That, thing, he has Charles. to pick something. <laughs> I do have to pick something. Yeah. Charles, I'm rejecting all of them, and I choose <laughs> that we reread Lies of Locke. I think we reevaluate no, I, our friendship yeah. at this point. <laughs> we'll evaluate. Maybe it take after some the space apart. <laughs> right. Uh, so here's the thing about Dune, Charles. All right. About Dune. Oh, okay. Yeah, here's the thing about Dune. Is I don't really think I'm going to enjoy it. As much as I'm going to enjoy Fires of Vengeance. All right. I feel Mm -hmm. like Dune, to pick Dune is like, it's like eating your vegetables, right? You know, it's good for you. You know that uh, you really need to, to keep up your health. And uh, in in this case, to lose the metaphor, to uh, build your own uh, like resume when it comes to reading science fiction and fantasy and understanding the historical context and Charles, I don't really like vegetables that much. Like I'm all, I do, I do eat my vegetables, but I'm always like uh, a lot of times I will eat my vegetables uh, like first just to get it out of the way. Mm. And then I will be like, okay, now I can really enjoy the whatever the steak or what have you that's (laughs) on my plate and it's because i i'm in this rush i'm like all right this is good for me gotta get done and then i can go have some fun and charles 
that's why I'm going to pick Dune. Ah, I was wondering if you were doing one of these reality show things on me. I was like, he's describing it. Like he's going to, I was going to be like, so you're going to pick it or what? There we go. Okay. But not Fires of Vengeance, huh? Wow. No. And Fires of Vengeance, to me, when I was like, which book am I just like most confident I will enjoy? It's the book that is a sequel to a book that I enjoyed a ton. Like, Rage of Dragons mm-hmm. was among our top reads of last year for both of us. And it's like, it's not like a release date is coming up for that third book anytime that I can see. Well, plenty of time to get mm-hmm. the second book read. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's time to eat our vegetables, or at least for yeah. me to eat my vegetables. It's, it's like... I need to have I need to have read Dune. I need it in my back pocket when it comes to just understanding the historical context of science fiction for sure. But to act like it didn't have a huge influence on fantasy would be yeah. completely mistaken as well. Mm-hmm. And I I really think will I love this book? Who knows? But will <laughs> I appreciate its context? Will I learn more about the genres right. that we love so much? And will I get to do it in a manner that's timely in reference to the movie coming up? And that I think services the fans who did, you know, it tied for the win and won. And it won the other poll. So I, Dune is my choice, Charles, and mm-hmm. is probably the book that I'm going to like the least of, of the <laughs> options. But you know, you had a tough choice, Dylan, and I respect I your decision because if I, I feel also like if we are going to read Dune on this show, like it's, it's an hour never. You know, it was maybe when the first movie was coming out was the last time, and now it's this time, and then after that, it's like why pick that over anything else when we could just read it later you know like there's so much great fantasy out there as we've seen from these other two books um to even compete with such a classic as dune um they they held up very well so as much as i'm sad to see uh brent weeks um become a bridesmaid yet again as, as excited i am to read evan winter's second book in the burning I think the timing and also just the the fan vote, even though it was pretty evenly split, just nudged it over. So between that and the movie, I think you made a very good call here. I may have done the same thing, honestly. Mm, Yeah, I I appreciate that you brought it to the table for this time. I, Mm -hmm. I... I feel like we're doing a service here to the listeners who who wanted it more than the other two books when you do add And I'll say this, and... I think you'll enjoy the book. It's very entertaining. Like the narrative is a bit of an older style, but hey, it's a it's more of a space opera than a like a boring dated sci-fi book. So I think there'll be a, there'll, there will be a lot to enjoy there. But that's exciting. So Dune is the first book that we are bringing to the show i, I think that's wonderful and yes. now that brings us to your three books dylan and i have to pick one of these right um i've got the results here so i can read through them if you want since you uh, read through mine or you can read them yeah. if you want it's up to you uh, well you can read them and i can mm-hmm. speak a little bit more to the the story behind 
the results, what was going <laughs> yeah. on on social media. Yes, because these results are, these results I so did not see these results coming. I'm very fascinated by them. And, and you're our men on the ground getting these polls in. You yeah. know what's happening in these markets. So we'll definitely need your insight into where these numbers came from because I'm absolutely um, shocked by the results. But here we go. Um, so the three books, Dylan, that you pitched to me that I have to choose from today are basically the remaining two books from Scott Lynch. Um, what's the name? The Gentleman Bastard series. Uh, yes. That would be the first book is Red Seas Under Red Skies, which obviously a lot of history with Scott Lynch and the lies of Locke Memora, a book that I loved. And Red Seas Under Red Skies is a book I definitely want to read. So that's a very exciting uh, option. Legacy of the Brightwash by Crystal Matar. You know, we're very familiar with Crystal and this book. Um, just a social media darling, Spiffbo finalist. Dylan, your pitch was a powerful one the other day. I hadn't, I didn't really know much about the story, and it seems like a really exciting, like, mystery thriller kind of story. So you had me very interested there. And then Gardens of the Moon by Steven Erickson, book one of Malazan, Book of the Fawn. I was not expecting you to bring that to the table. I was a bit shocked. And um, I was kind of nervous going into the, the polls because if it had swept unanimously, and I'll say this, had to win by a large margin. <laughs> by a large margin then i would feel like i had to read it so um some some very tough choices there some titans and then some you know indie darlings as well and it's just a, a very exciting group but nothing could have prepared me for the results that you shared with me earlier today and dylan i think you have to explain what happened here yeah sure so you want me to run through the yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, You're yeah, our social I, media guy, man on the ground, all that stuff. You should um you should kind of walk us through it, analyze the data, if you will. Kind of like all right. during election day when someone's like, Oh yeah, this this area's voting this way, you know, they typically run that way, and then over here we got this number and <laughs> this is the swing area here, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Well let's go through the the actual data and then we'll get to the interpretation the actual data has let's start with twitter and let me just say too this is uh, we had over 200 votes in the twitter poll alone for this particular uh, uh, for this particular poll Mm -hmm. just your the books that you need to decide on here so i feel good we got like a a solid sample seriously in last place is red seas under red skies with 23 percent which is it's pretty wacky we've gone from uh, change.org petitions and like (laughs) just constant berating of you on social media demanding (laughs) that you read the lies of lock memora to like yeah, I guess people are satisfied i guess people feel like you did what you had to do with that series because they're like right Red Seas under Red Skies, Republic of Thieves, eh, who cares? So they, <laughs> the people are not demanding it for the most part, although we did have uh, one comment that if you did not choose Red Seas under Red Skies, then there would be a bag of dog feces delivered Whoa. to the FTF headquarters. I oh, assume no. that, yeah, yeah. 
And I assume this is heading toward FTF East, not <laughs> heading toward FTF Mountain region, uh, because it, it appeared to be directed at you. But wow. Yeah. I'm so, getting in trouble with Scott Lynch uh, fans everywhere. You know, I got to watch yeah. my stuff. <laughs> Yes, uh, <laughs> literally, and yes, furiously mail a bag of dog, uh, a, a word I can't use on our clean podcast, but dog excrement mm. uh, to the FTF headquarters with Charles's name on it and a strongly le- worded letter to the manager. And mm. Scott Lynch was tagged in this post. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Wowie zowie. That's what's um, going on. But I have to get on yeah, Twitter and ma- prepare a response. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Lynch might have to prepare a response, Charles. I mean, yeah, if here. he wants me to read it, you know, a response from Scott Lynch would be very compelling. Um, would be very compelling feedback for sure. Well, it's a little late for that. We did have an email writing in a uh, request for Gentleman Bastard as well, we but... Let's be let's be real here. The poll has it very clearly in third on Twitter anyway. And then second place with 33% of the vote is Gardens of the Moon by Steven Erickson. And that means that the winner of this poll was Legacy of the Brightwash with 44% of the total vote. And this is really interesting to watch play out because it... We know the Malzahn fan base is just rabid. We talked about that in the episode where I pitched it to you, Charles. And Mm -hmm. it was playing out that way for the beginning of the poll. And then someone, I I purposefully do not tag the authors in these polls because I just think it's kind of awkward to tag a bunch of authors in the thing where it's like we're forcing you all to compete with each other against your will so i'm <laughs> i'm like you know they don't have to see it if, if they stumble upon it that's fine but uh yeah so uh, crystal i believe was tagged and then she ended up just you know just being like oh do you see any that you recognize here like quote tweeting it, not even with a very explicit like go vote for me like and uh, she was playing it cool fans, i can respect yeah, that yeah mm-hmm. her fans swarmed the poll and it went from like gardens of the moon clearly winning to crystal overtaking it and <laughs> just as you can tell this was a resounding victory and uh i mean it just speaks to what an incredible supportive community uh, that is and how many people are super passionate about Crystal's work. So that's, yeah, that was awesome to watch Boy Crystal on, on a on resounding Twitter. victory. Like, wow. Yeah. I was not expecting that. I mean, I was expecting it to be closer, but Malazan and Scott Lynch, like they've got big fan bases. So, um, yeah, it was it was pretty surprising. I wasn't expecting such a decisive victory and such a big turnout. Also, like considerably oh, yeah. larger than the three other polls that we did. So, very very cool to see for sure. Something I definitely have to take into consideration. But there's still one more poll that I had to that I had to consider as well. Yeah, this poll, Charles, is the same books but on Instagram, and this is. Uh, a very different story. We had Legacy of the Brightwash in third with 
8% of the vote on Instagram. And then Gardens of the Moon with 44% coming in second. And that actually left Red Seas under Red Skies winning out with uh, 47%. So pretty close to Gardens of the Moon over there. But yeah, we have, I believe, yeah, we've got the book that came in first on, you know, on any... Okay, the book that came first on Twitter was in third on Instagram. The book that came in third on Twitter was in first on... uh, Or, sorry, I'm really messing this up. The (laughs) spots were reversed. Red Seas (laughs) Under Red Skies got last on Twitter. It got first on Instagram. Legacy of the Brightwash got third on Instagram. It got first on Twitter. A and then distant third the versus just, a resounding yes. first, you know, yes. like crazy. Um, you learn so about what the, the heck is going on. Uh, you well, know, Twitter is much more the home of uh, this indie author community that is uh, like very supportive of each other, and it's I think where Crystal is way more active. I, I think. She does have an Instagram, but I don't see her on there as much. And I think that it just shows that most of her fan base is hanging out over there. And it's also easier. So I'm putting these on Instagram stories. So it's also you basically have to be following FDF podcast and then Mm -hmm. click on our story for that day. And Mm -hmm. then you see the poll. So Twitter, it's a little bit easier for it to like get disseminated out toward. Uh, I see. I you see. know, like a crystal can disseminate out toward her fan base, and uh, I don't know if she caught wind of the poll going on on Instagram either. Wow. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. You learn about. Uh, it's also the home of like Spiffbo's home is Twitter mm-hmm. way more than it is Instagram. You're right. And a big part of that is also like Mark Lawrence is way more active on Twitter. And that's his, he was the creator of that competition. So very different results, Charles, and you've got a tough choice on your own. Yes. Well said, Dylan. I mean, it, it, it and great interpret, great analysis, by the way, really informative here. I'm getting the full picture of, of what has happened here. And, I gotta be honest with you, Dylan. When I came in today, like before seeing the the results, I was pretty decided on Scott Lynch. I'll say mm-hmm. I was pretty decided, and you always try and stay open to the polls, right? Yeah, and so you always kind of want to see. And I've never been more compelled to change my mind from one of these FPF polls yeah. than I have here. Um, Gardens of the Moon, <laughs> you know, Dylan, with Gardens of the Moon, sometimes it's not it's not them, it's me, you know? And it really is me in this case. Gardens of the Moon is a great book and a great series, and I love Scott Lynch, but I'm just in a place in my right life right now where I'm not ready for that kind of commitment. You know, I think they're great <laughs> and I fair. wish them the best of luck. And I know they're going to do really well. And who knows, maybe there's some time we can connect again and we can um, hang out as friends and all these other things. But um, 
I, I can't choose it today. It's not gonna happen. So the question is, do I come in with my preconceived kind of choice to go Scott Lynch? You know, I was a huge fan of his first work. I'm afraid of the social media backlash that could come from not picking Scott Lynch again. I've made that mistake before. What about I'm already the getting of threats dog, of dog poop. I, I know the threats are already do, coming have fear in. Of that. I'm I'm definitely afraid. So, you know, that definitely has some sway. But I mean, when you look at the numbers, this this legacy of the Brightwash, Crystal Matar won. I realized how little I knew about the story and your pitch was very compelling. I'll say that at the beginning. And then two, these results are decisive, like they're crazy. And yes, you know, Legacy of the Brightwash was a distant third on Instagram. But when you combine both polls together all the votes she's still ahead by yeah. a respectable margin and the write-ins that we got about crystal matar were welcomed as well mm-hmm. you know she's been super supportive on social herself promoting the book and i'm just really interested to see where it goes so now i'm t- super torn more torn than i've ever been uh for friends pitching fantasy and then when that happens Mm. at the end of the day dylan i too can be a man of the people you know what i'm saying i too you are wearing a hat i am wearing a hat which (laughs) i don't see how that's related it's true though (laughs) it's true (laughs) thank you for thank you for mentioning that uh (laughs) During my big moment. (laughs) Please go on. Please go on. I'm good now? Okay. So, (laughs) I can be a man of the people. I am allowed to play white hat like... Where do you yeah, man. Just a plain white hat with no logo on it, Charles. Hey, man. I have no. We have no sponsors. We have no, you know, allegiances. We are very neutral here on the French Talking Fantasy podcast. That being said, if someone wants to be the official hat sponsor, hit well, us up. A blank you know? space for you, on Charles, and I'll write your name no... right here. You know. Ooh, well done. Thank you. So uh, anyway, as I was <laughs> as I was ramping up my big moment here, uh, so I you too can, can be a man of the, the people, people, Dylan. And I think that builds attention I, to distract. And I think when I said that, I kind of was basically saying my pick. So um, I am going to choose Legacy of the Brightwash by Crystal Matar, which. I'm kind of surprised by, but I'm very excited about, you know, I'm excited about um, tattooed corpses and and mysteries and, and procedural dramas. Yes, purely fictional for entertainment purposes only. I'm very excited and I'm very excited to to, you know, entered the conversation with all those Crystal Matar fans who rose up to the, the occasion. Matarmy. and they, The Katarmi. The Matarmi. 
Matarmi. Oh, the Ma- the Matarmi. Yes, yes. Matarmi. I'm I'm Matarmi, Matarmi Nation now. You know, it's, it's yes. I uh I should put I should get a Legacy of the Brightwash hat for the, my next episode. <laughs> and um yeah, no, I'm super excited about it. It wasn't where I thought it was going to go at the end of our recording, um, but. I, I've just gotten more excited about it and seeing the polls and the response has made me doubly excited. So I'm looking forward to getting into it. My pick is Legacy of the Bright Wash by Crystal Matar. Let's go. You did the right thing, Charles. I really think you did. So I I didn't want to sway things too much in the direction that I want things to go. But when I watched that play out, that wave of support from the Matarmi on, on Twitter, I found myself being like oh wow i really hope charles picks legacy <laughs> of the bright watch because we've got like crystals and like quote tweeting it and she's so excited that uh she won the poll and she knew she was like i i know this isn't doesn't mean that uh, charles has to pick this it just means like she was just really excited to see the outpouring of support where oh, she was sure. able to overtake and uh, win by a large margin over like Malazan, which is the go-to book when you're trying to be like, oh, what has the most rabid fan base? It's like Malazan. It's like, you know what has an even more rabid fan base on book Twitter? Legacy <laughs> of the Bright Wash. And right? Yeah, so I saw Crystal right? getting happy about it and seeing all this uh, support, and I was l- like, oh, well, I really hope Charles picks it. And you did, Charles, because you are – a hat-wearing man of the people. And it's just a wonderful day here on the Friends Talking Fantasy podcast. I I was saying to Crystal on Twitter, I was like, well, you know, Charles will pick what he picks, but watching this outpouring of support makes me want to read this book right away anyway. So now Mm. I don't have to read it separate from the show. I get to read it alongside my lifelong friend, and then we get to discuss it on Friends Talking Fantasy. And what could be more fun than that? Not much, man. Not much. Well said. I'm I, I'm super thrilled. And Crystal, if you're listening, I would gladly, you know, step on a bag of dog poop uh, for the opportunity oh, to, to to read your book on the show. I, I, I'm gonna watch where I step, but um, yeah, I, I make that choice willingly um, and enthusiastically. So super excited to get into that. Now, Dylan, okay, you have chosen Dune by Frank Herbert to read for the show. I have selected Legacy of the Brightwash by Crystal Matar. The results are in, but the question still remains, what order are we going to read these books in? We can't just pick one and read it first. Just like There needs to be some sort of process, right? Oh, of course there has to be, Charles. And this used to exclusively be an audio format. Now we're cutting some clips of it to try to upload to TikTok and Instagram and some YouTube shorts and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, there was a time, Charles, where we did something called the audio-only coin flip to decide between the two books for what to read next. Now, Charles, I believe we'll just call it a coin flip and we that's can right for the first time in ftf in the first time in ftf history we are doing a uh live recorded uh coin flip dylan the rules are the same as always i'm going to share my mm. screen 
Will it show in up just on the a Zoom moment video? Here? What? <laughs> it will it show up on the video? I think it will. We'll just have to see. Cool. And, oh, am I? Oh, I'm showing <laughs> the wrong screen. This is going great. Yes, well, all of your texts are showing as well. What beautiful! Don't this, what about that part? What about this? That looks like this? a coin to me. Yes. Excellent. So here we are now, Dylan. The time-honored tradition. I will do the flip. You will call the coin. Um, and I think if you're correct, we'll read the book that you chose or that you pitched. How do we do this? <laughs> yeah, we've time probably honored done tradition. it in multiple ways. <laughs> yeah, time-honored tradition that we can't remember how it works. Uh, I think that if if I call it correctly, we will start with the book that I chose among the ones mm, that you picked. That sounds right. So yes. you call it. If you call it correctly, we are reading Dune. Otherwise, we are reading Legacy of the Brightwash. So, Dylan, are you ready? I will call it In the Virtual Air. All right. I'm nervous. Here we go. Three, two, one. Tales never fails. He says tales. And it's tales. Oh, (laughs) my gosh. Never fails. Congratulations, Dylan. We, it's, we are reading Dune followed by Legacy of the Brightwash. How are we feeling? We're feeling great, Charles. Like I said, I like to eat my vegetables first. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> excited to get Dune, uh, you know, oh, to digest Dune because I think there's mm. going to be a lot to digest in that, uh, which is a, a word that's not disgusting to use under normal circumstances but when you lead by calling it vegetables and then you talk about digesting it uh it is kind of gross but i'm ready to digest dune and all that comes with it and (laughs) then charles then we get to the main course of crystal matar's legacy of the bright wash I'm, I'm so excited for both so of these, you yes. know, it's, it's, then we'll have time to watch the Dune movie. There's so much that we can that go I'm on about. For. That's and, and we are just going to have so much fun um, for the next couple months on the show. You're not going to want to miss it. And that concludes another exciting series of friends pitching fantasy Two exciting, excellent books. I'm really looking forward to it. You know, it's it, well, one thing that this always does, this series, is, is, it, is it really gets me excited for what's coming up. You know, it sure, does. we could just pick a book, but th- th- what's the fun in that? You know, we've got audience participation. We've got pitches. we got coin flips. It's, it, we got hats. It, it's just so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I will say, Charles, this is not the pair of books that I thought we were going to. Emerge with <laughs> no, sometimes. no. Yeah, I, I will say neither. I was like, uh, I don't exactly know which ones they're going to pick, blah, blah, blah. But uh, this was a huge surprise. Like, I did not think I was going to pick Dune. I was pretty confident that you were going to end up picking uh, Scott Lynch because I knew you. Uh, I don't think you ever fully made it back from me pitching Malzahn <laughs> to you. <laughs> like, it, like you left that episode, just like I could tell just mentally fatigued. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if you ever quite returned, but it, I was like, it, it's going to have to take a huge showing probably from 
the Matarmi to mm-hmm. beat out mm-hmm. uh, Scott Lynch because you you love the first book and oh know, yeah Charles I have a full intentions of reading Red Seas Under Red Skies yeah. and you know I've been wanting to read Legacy of the Bright Wash too and listen I. I think Malazan's a great series. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying that. I think it's great, and I'm so happy for it. Um, right. But I just, yeah. You just wish it finds some other reader to settle down and be happy with, right? Yeah, exactly. It, it's me that's the issue here. You know, I'm. I understand that. So I don't want any of you Malazan fans to feel bad about what happened here today, okay? It was not your fault. It's just it is what it is. And um, we we got some reading to do now, or we got to dive into Dune. Wow. Two hefty books here. Hefty books. Is Legacy of the Brightwash hefty? Legacy of the Brightwash. I mean, it's pretty hefty. It's It's a chonker. I mean, let oh. me look up the actual length of it. Okay. Well, we love big. we love our chonkers out there. Yes, chonkers are are beloved by the Friends Talking Fantasy podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Books of all sizes. Six hundred sixty-two pages. Oh, that's that a chonker. That is a chonker. That is yeah. a chonker. All right. Well, yeah, we've got, got a lot of reading, reading to, do. to do. Yeah, we're going to have to come up with some fillers episodes. <laughs> well, Get don't thinking you worry, now. Because I read Fourth <laughs> Wing, and oh. I can discuss that in a spoiler free <laughs> format at some point Love that. in the near future. Some book recommendation series, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. We could maybe watch Doom Part One. <laughs> that is a good idea. I think we're going to have to find ways to. <laughs> to fill our time because yeah. that's, uh, I'm sure between Dune and uh, Legacy of the Brightwash, we're, we've got well over a thousand pages right in right. reading to do. How right, for Dune? sure. I think Dune is like 500 and change. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we, we got a lot of reading to to occur. So let's not waste any more time and let's get right into the reading, Dylan. We got a lot of reading to do. Like, um, you know, thanks everyone for another really exciting FPF. I think that all that there is left to do now is get that sweet, sweet outro music pumping. What do you say, Dylan? Let's get that sweet, sweet outro music pumping, Charles. All right, here we go. Thank you, everyone, one and all, for listening to yet another very exciting episode of the Friends Talking Fantasy Podcast. If you like what you heard today, if you want to support the show, let's talk over the socials. Your support, likes, follows over on the socials means a lot to us, and that's over at the FTF Podcast on Instagram and the FTF Podcast number one at the end on Twitter. Also, I swear we recorded all these videos. We're going to publish them on the TikTok the Instagram reels, the YouTube shorts, all that stuff. So be on the lookout for those as well. Just search us on the Friends Talk Fantasy Podcast and give those some love. Now, Dylan, if at they the like the FTF Podcast on TikTok. At the FTF. Might- Ooh, that's a good Hopefully handle for TikTok. Have- it is. Hopefully we have some content for you all to enjoy by the time you're well said dylan well said and if they want to support the show even more dylan then engaging with us on the socials including our brand new tiktok page at the ftf podcast what can they do toss five stars to our podcast which you can do 
over on Spotify. You just got to click about and then click where the little rating is. And then you throw us five stars over there. You can also rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And that means you can write nice things about us. And you can say, hey, I bet Charles looks great in that plain white hat with with no logo, no sports team, nothing. He's just supporting the color white. Is that so I wrong, no people? Loyalties. <laughs> I have <Yeah>. no loyalties. I have no loyalties. Yeah, but uh, you don't see. I knew you weren't gonna pick the black prism, which is why I wore this. Mm, It was a white political statement. It does go well with the AirPods, I have to say. So it's uh, accessorizing, you know. I got the white shirt on too. You know, I'm doing my uh, best over here. Oh yeah. Well, you don't have to write about Charles and uh, his white hat in a review. Just listening is more than enough. Thank you so much for doing. Well said, Dylan. Just listening. You guys are so awesome. I tip my cap to you. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, go forth and conquer, friends.